This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Thursday mornings mean I get to connect with Dr. Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. And I get to say this, Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you too, Brad. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. And what a pleasure that you and I can go into this brand new year together and uh, talking about things I love to talk about and something that uh, you love to talk about, and that is treating our bodies well and getting the best out of it. And that means we need to be putting the best in it and expecting the best for it. When we go into 2024, people are thinking, oh, I want to do well this year, Wendy, and I want to lose weight, or I want to do this. So everybody's got their own health goal. And sometimes we start and it doesn't even last a week, Wendy. It's like uh, we don't know what to do, so we try something. It doesn't seem to work. We get despondent, and then we end up doing nothing. Yeah, that's, that's a very typical pattern. I think it's because we bite off more than we can chew. It becomes overwhelming, and we think, oh, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> But I've seen from my own life and from people that I've spoken to, and I've also seen quite a lot of stuff online where people have said, I go to the gym, for example, or I, do, I go for a walk or try and change how I eat. And after the first day, nothing. The first week, nothing. It takes a good number of weeks before we see any kind of change. Even if we just put in small changes, it's, I think the, the key is consistency, isn't it, Wendy? So please help us to get started here. And what are some of the areas we need to focus on to get this right in the new year? Yeah, well, I think that's a very important point because consistency is key. If you think about how long it takes you to gain weight, although some people will argue that they gain weight quicker than that, you don't gain weight overnight. Mm. And so, therefore, if you are going to make changes to reverse anything, so any health um, issue, if we want to get better at something, if we want to build muscle, it's going to take time, and we have to have a reasonable expectation on what we can, you know, what we can achieve. And so, I think that's that's number one. So that's very important. The other thing is that we have to break our goal down into something smaller, so that it is achievable. And that it doesn't become overwhelming because if you try and do every single thing, if you're going to try and eat well, sleep well, move well, change your entire diet, go to the gym and do 500 different exercises, <laughs> you are definitely going to not not be able to pull that off indefinitely. And so you can break it into small, small achievable chunks. I think that makes it much better for us. Well, let's start with eating because... We all eat. Not everybody has a gym membership or not everybody's prepared to pull on their tackies and go out for a walk. But one thing we all have in common is we all eat. And uh, if, if we make changes to that, surely these, these even small changes we're talking about, we can see changes even in our bodies, right? Just if we change our diet even before we've gone out walking. That's right. Um, and it is, it's those small changes that, that are the small incremental and consistent changes that make the difference. And we can do that. It's, it's so easy to um, tweak a recipe or look for new recipes, mm. try foods that we don't usually eat. Uh, we can increase our vegetable in- intake by, by trying a new vegetable every week. Um, you know, we, we're such creatures of habits. We generally tend to do the things that are easiest and quickest for us. Um, and so we can leave out a whole lot of things because we're scared we don't know how to prepare it or yeah. we don't know what to do with it or, you know, we might not like it. Um, and so to stretch ourselves a little bit and to, to try that, I think, is helpful. Are there some things, uh, apart from the obvious thing like eat less cake, but is there anything else that we could do less of, even the stuff that we think is good for us, that, that could help us? So I think we can reduce our intake of red meat. 
Um, we can choose leaner cuts of meat as well and poultry so that we're not eating those very fatty cuts of, of proteins. Um, we can also reduce our sugar intake. Um, and we can try not avoiding, I mean, not adding sugar to anything. Mm. So something that um, I, I worked for me a long time ago before I was even in, in the health industry was I, I decided at a young age I wasn't going to add sugar to anything anymore because then I could save it for if I wanted to have a biscuit or if I wanted to have something sweet. Yes. I'm not then having a double burden of sugar. And so that's a little way that we can make a change um, to you know, to save your sugar almost mm. or your sugar intake for things that you, you you would like to have as well. And then you're not completely deprived of that item. I heard a conversation on television quite a number of years ago where someone was saying, you know, I only have one and a half teaspoons of, of sugar in my coffee, this person was saying. And then someone asked, well, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? And he said, uh, sometimes up to nine, which itself was kind of shocking to hear. Then the person yes. said, well, do you realize just take one and a half and multiply it by nine? That's a lot of sugar that you're consuming, never mind the coffee. So all in all, this person was so overwhelmed and it was a, a program where they were, um, uh, people were getting some health advice from doctors and whatever to try and turn their lives around. But when you look at it like that, we think, oh, it's just one and a half. And then the next thing you know, exactly. you've had a whole lot of one and a halves. That's it. Or I don't take sugar, but I have honey, <laughs> yes. and um, honey is also sugar. Mm. You know, so it, we 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 have to think. So one is more nutritive than the other, but we have to think: what are we actually adding to our food that we could leave out that could make a big difference? And and those are small things that we can do. And if you're on one and a half sugars and you you, you can't go, you know, to none immediately, you can start you can start weaning it down. You can start with one and then go to half, and then then get yourself off completely. And I think another thing that's important is we, we shouldn't be tempted to replace that sugar with a sweetener mm. because the sweetener is, although it doesn't have an impact on your blood sugar now, it's, it's telling your brain that you haven't, it, it doesn't get the, your, your brain doesn't get the signal that you're full. And so it keeps you hungry and it keeps you mm. craving sugars and food. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and what about reducing like refined carbohydrates? Uh, you know, we look at white bread and rice and pasta, those things that we probably, most of us consume in some way, shape or form. Should we be doing less of that? Yeah. <clears throat> and, an, and, a, and an easy change there would be to not change the food that you're eating altogether, but switch a white bread to a whole grain bread or white rice to a brown rice, pasta to a whole grain version. So we can, we can choose whole grain versions. You're still eating the same food, but you're just eating a healthier variety for your body. I think you've Something made a slower. It releases your, your sugar slowly. Yeah, you've made a good point here because sometimes just going ahead and doing a whole diet overall is just so overwhelming for people that we end up doing. Uh, we're doing you know, lettuce leaves and carrots and then we get annoyed by day two and then we're right back to where we started or worse because we try and change everything. So I think from what you've said to us here, this is just try and make small changes that can actually make a difference. Yeah, and, and that's the most effective because if you, you, you manage one area and you tackle one at a time and then you realize, oh, okay, the whole grain pasta is not so bad and then you start adding some extra vegetables and mm. then you start, so you, you work in layers and you're much more likely to um, achieve a bigger change over the long term than you would if you had to try and, as you say, do a complete diet overhaul. Right. We've spoken about small changes for uh, in our diets. Um, let's talk about some small changes, Wendy, to the way that we move. Uh, here, the excuses we often come up with, well, I don't have a gym contract. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that can't be the only place in the whole wide world we can go and get some exercise. Exactly. So there's a lot more places that we can exercise than the gym. 
Um, and it can be as simple as taking a walk after dinner. So, and, and you can, you know, walk with your family then as well. Mm. Um, a 20 minute walk after dinner would be enough to just move your body. Um, we could change up our exercise routine. So if we're used to doing one type of exercise, we can add a different type of exercise that maybe exercises with different muscle groups, but either maybe gives us a bit more strength or a bit more cardiovascular exercise that maybe is more relaxing to yoga or Pilates as opposed to running a marathon. So we can really look and see what, what can we do a little bit differently. And we can also, many people think that you've got to exercise for an hour to have exercise. But you can jump on a trampoline for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or 5 minutes. Mm. But you do that consistently throughout the day. Maybe you do that three or four times and you've exercised for half an hour. And so we can build these little things into our routine and it's much more easy. You know, it's much easier to maintain that. Yeah, you, you said something very challenging earlier on in the year when you told us that we just don't move nearly enough and that an hour in the gym is actually not enough because we're literally sitting all day and then go do a quick one hour of exercise and then go and sit again. And, and I remember you telling us that's just not going to cut it. Yeah, no, it's not. So consistently moving throughout the day is going to be better than just doing, you know, one mm. day and thinking that's it for the day. We, we've, we've got to keep our bodies flexible throughout the day. So we've touched on uh, food, we've touched on exercise and making small changes for a big 2024. Uh, you also said we're going to chat about sleep. I know we touched on it a bit last week, but let's have a look at some of these small changes. So I think the small changes again is we need to start thinking about what are our current sleeping habits? Are we sleeping too much? Are we sleeping too little? Do we wake during the night? Um, is there a health condition that needs to be investigated? Some people aren't even aware that they have a health condition. You know, there could be something like sleep apnea or there could be um, some other health condition that could be causing a, a disruption to our sleep. And so we, we need to just pay attention to those things. If we're not waking up refreshed in the morning, maybe there's some investigation that needs to take place. And then another thing is, do we need to make any changes to our sleeping environment? Is our room too cluttered? Is it too hot? Is it not dark enough? Do we need to remove our televisions from our room? So again, those are little things that we can do um, that won't be overwhelming and could make a huge difference to the way that we sleep. Yeah, Wendy, I think what you shared with us today is so important because um, you're telling us we can actually find success with just some small changes and that way we can stay motivated because I think the issue that we often have as we go into a new year, we try this, this didn't work and we try one thing in isolation. I think we need to be imaginative here and we need to try and incorporate as many of these small changes and the stuff you've shared today, it's not really that hard. So I think we've all got it in us. So what's going to be the key here just as we close to actually make these small changes and still find that success? Is there's like an ingredient there? What, I don't know, is it discipline? Is it motivation? Like, what do we lack? Well, I, I think it's a bit of everything. So I think it is a certain an, an acknowledgement that there is something that you want to change. Um, I think we have to assess our goals. We've spoken about goals before. Is What is your health goal for the year? What mm. is it that you want for yourself? And Use that as the motivator and remember that you've got to keep the goal in mind. So you can't give up after the first failed attempt because we're never necessarily going to get everything right the first time we do it. And we're not necessarily going to see a result the first time we do it. So we have to be consistent in that. And if you can keep your mind on the goal, I think that's the best way to, to be able to implement your changes consistently. Yeah, I'm so grateful we can start the year with Dr. Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner, helping us with some small changes for a big 2024. Always a pleasure and a big thanks to you, Wendy. Until we connect again. Thanks, Brad. Have a great day. 
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.